0: Welcome to another Sofas Podcast. I'm Chester Wisniewski, and I'm here with John Shire in Hengelo, Netherlands. And it's the 22nd of April, 2016. And we're going to interview uh, our colleague, Mark Lohman. Mark is a co-founder of Surfright, a company we acquired uh, at the end of 2015. And Mark is one of our internal experts on crypto ransomware. So we thought it's such an interesting topic to so many of our listeners and uh, people interested in info security in general, that we would spend a few minutes with Mark and talk about uh, what he's learned about crypto ransomware and maybe a little bit more about how we can better defend ourselves. So I'll start things out, Mark. Ransomware has been a pretty hot thing for about two and a half years, right? I mean, we saw everything kind of start out with CryptoLocker in the autumn of uh, 2013. And is this something you think that's going to be here to stay? Is it going to continue to plague us? Or is this just another kind of malware fad that rises up for a little while and whimpers out?
1: No, I, I think it will continue to improve the malware, the crypto ransomware. And uh, we've so far we've identified about uh, seven uh, different techniques how uh, crypto ransomware uh, attacked your data on the disk, and I think in the in the near future, uh, the crypto ransomware will will uh, yeah will add more protection to the um, to the malware itself to bypass uh, antivirus. Uh, solutions.
2: Yeah. So in the early days of ransomware, you know, we saw a lot of experimentation to greater or lesser success on the part of the bad guys, right? So some were making just bad cryptographic errors, others were generating the private key locally. But as you said, you know, that has evolved. Do you expect the evolution of this technology and these techniques to continue with crypto ransomware?
1: Yes, I think uh, they will. And uh, as I mentioned, over the last few months, we saw a large increase in uh, new families appearing on the web trying to attack data of uh, of victims trying to extort them for money. Yeah, they use uh, pretty neat techniques to get around protections or technologies that uh, some vendors have uh, deployed to keep crypto ransomware off machines and protect data. But so far, crypto ransomware as you've seen in the in the many news items, uh, is very successful and uh, due to its successfulness, I think more cybercriminals will uh, will start using crypto ransomware to extort people for money.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they are making lots of money on this stuff. And and the truth of the matter is, I guess they can kind of build their own little bit of a war chest. They've got a lot of cash that uh, enables them to maybe um, bring more people into their criminal groups to help them, you know, be more innovative and that kind of thing and try to make more of a global phenomenon of it. Now, John, you've had interesting um, analogies to share that with people during the, our recent conference.
2: The way I look at it, the Crypto uh, Locker guys, when, when we l- were initially looking at their success and the amount of money they were making, as criminals you're always wanting to get the easiest path to making that money. And we often make the analogy that when McDonald's first started out, they were wildly successful. And so you had another bunch of companies that uh, said, well, hey, they're making money off selling hamburgers. Why don't we sell hamburgers as well? And you've got Burger King and Wendy's and North America and around the world as well, but slightly different product, but essentially the same thing, right?
0: Yeah. Crypto ransomware franchise opportunities available, <laughs> um, that kind of thing, isn't it? And so obviously, you know, we've all been trying to fight this the best we can mark your team's come up with this product called cryptoguard that's a, a component of our uh signatureless protection you know at a high level kind of you know what is cryptoguard doing to better protect our computers against the you know this modern threat
1: it's actually a good question well as i mentioned before we've identified seven techniques uh how um attackers open encrypt your data and write them back to the disk making them inaccessible but basically it works like this the technology looks for if any process could be legitimate could be a malicious process that opens your uh, your documents and it tries to encrypt them. So, But before we allow the process to write back a file back to the disk, we can create a copy, which could be handy later on when it appears uh, there's a ransomware attack going on. But uh, after the, we made a copy, we let the malware, crypto ransomware, change a file on the disk. And if this happens in such a pace that a normal human cannot open and write files, we revoke the... Um, uh, write access of that particular process, so it can no longer manipulate your disk, and we also roll back the backup copies that we created before uh, the malware was allowed to write uh, to the disk. So the victims don't need to uh, ask their system administrator to uh, put back backups because the uh, the technology creates backups itself. Well, it w- we uh, we automatically catch the perpetrator in the act, so yeah, we immediately know who's uh, who's attacking your data, and it does this signaturelessly. So it, we don't need to know if there's new uh, new ransomware making the rounds. We don't need to create a signature for it. We basically look for the behavior of crypto ransomware. If it's changing your data, so it no longer looks like your regular data, you cannot open it again with Word or your image editor. We uh, we roll it back so you don't lose. Uh, don't lose your data.
2: So the techniques that you're using in the product today to combat against crypto ransomware, do you see them being effective against future versions of crypto ransomware? And the reason I ask this is we've seen criminals bypass some of our competitors tools that claim to protect against crypto ransomware. So basically, you know, what makes CryptoGuard resilient against this type of future attack? Or, you know, are we continuing to evolve the product to at least you said there's seven techniques today? Will there be eight tomorrow? And is that something that you're looking at?
1: Yeah, we keep a close eye on on, uh, on the techniques that ransomware are using, and of course we also keep a keep an eye on what our competitors are doing. And uh, what struck me is that uh, the competitor solution actually don't care what happens with your data. They look for other indicators that ransomware is uh, is active on your machine. For, uh, yeah, for example, it uh, it looks for some specific traffic to some specific uh, web address, or uh, it looks for some specific registry keys. But that separates us from 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 the other products. We actually care about your Data, how it looks like, if it if you can still open it, and uh, yeah, as mentioned, we have we I've currently identified seven techniques, and the eighth one is probably coming in uh, in the next few weeks or months. Well, the seven techniques actually it's actually covering a lot. You can actually uh, you have a very hard time getting around our CryptoGuard technology.
0: Yeah, sadly we know nothing's impossible, but obviously uh, as a team we're prepared all the time to to do an update if we need to. But uh, that's one of the really uh, I think exciting things about some of the approaches uh, your team within Sophos is taking. Is is that we, because of the signatureless aspect of it, it's not the typical cat and mouse game at the pace that we're used to in the traditional security software, right? To a degree, we still do have to uh, do an update to the product itself when there's some new innovative criminal way of exploiting something. But those things are more few and far between than the day-to-day, uh, I'm simply changing the, the signature, a the little bit of this or a little bit of that, and you know, forcing the, uh, the vendors to react.
1: Yeah, that's correct. This is another way to make it uh, a lot harder for attackers to uh, to reach their destination to extort victims and um, and the harder we make it make it for them the this basically the safer uh, computer users are
2: one of the things that you mentioned was that we're basically keeping a copy of those files so that we can return uh, the good files back to the file system once we do notice that there's a crypto ransomware attack in progress one of the tactics that the bad guys are using as well is they're not just infecting local files but they're also infecting remote files cryptoguard also has another feature doesn't it to prevent um, this kind of attack from attacking your system if somebody else has a crypto ransomware infection doesn't it
1: yes we also protect your uh, local shares against uh, remote uh, infected computers so if you have a friend uh, coming over or you have um, a computer of your colleague that hasn't have has the uh, crypto ransomware protection on it if it attacks your data on your machine our technology automatically blocks that machine from uh, changing your personal documents or company documents
0: and on that note, I think we'll conclude this. Uh, folks, if uh, have any questions about this stuff, obviously they should feel free to, to contact us or contact your, your your local partner with Sophos that can uh, help you explore options on how to protect your PCs. And uh, we'll hopefully return next week with a, a regularly scheduled chat chat as per normal. As always, for the latest security news, we invite you to come to our blog at nakedsecurity.sophos.com. Uh, all of our Sophos podcasts are available on iTunes. They're in our RSS feed. They're on the TuneIn app or anywhere else you find quality podcasts. And until next time, stay secure.